Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Your host right now, Dave Sturchio, Little Sturch is here alongside America's fan, Keith Ernst. We're waiting on uh, Brett. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's a popular guy. You know, so he's got stuff going on. It's not like we're uh, taking the time out of our day to do yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> so, Keith, bro, I know he's talked, obviously, via text, which... I kind of got the idea that you might have been on that whole like I'm behind thing and didn't want to. Did you throw your phone under the couch? Again? I throw my phone because I stream and uh, it's a good 10 or 15 seconds behind anybody watching it live. Oof. So I hide my phone under the couch and I check it at halftime usually and I have like 50 texts. <laughs> so I can't because still, I, I, I'm superstitious and I'm afraid if I get a text for you and Brett saying, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> right. And then I'm going to wait for it. And then Bro, it happens. I don't know. Like, what Yo, the fuck kudos, are they doing? Right. Kudos to you, man. Cause I couldn't do that. Like I need real time, like happening, like, and it sucks because you know, direct TV is a fucking arm and a leg, you know, just to yeah, get it yeah, out yeah. here. And, and but that's why I put my phone. It's almost the same, you know, it's not a, it's yeah. Not I mean, look, if you're not talking to anybody, then you don't know what's going on. So it's yeah, fine. exactly. Yeah. So you, exactly. you definitely, and I'm both of us for all. Um, <laughs> Not really, though. We got the the wrong receiver because what? I remember I reached out to you. I've reached out to you this week, this last week, and I was like, I think uh, Simi Fioco is going to have a ball of a game. I got, an, I have a feeling, and Nobody you were like, me respect. too, man. <laughs> Nobody put it respect no on the playmaker, bro. <laughs> the playmaker Noah Brown making plays last week. So the Cowboys got a win, uh, their first of the season, an impressive win, nonetheless. Um, I just don't know, man. Like, obviously, they were rolling in the first quarter, uh, first half. They were real aggressive, going forward on fourth. Like, what was your knee jerk right there? Were you like, bro, what are you doing? It's too early. Or are you like, when they yeah, passing, let's roll. When they, when, they, when they passed the ball, I was pissed. No, you thought they were just going to run out of the gut? I thought, if you're going to go for it, you know, let's run Zeke. Let's run Tony. Let's, you know, I did not expect, because you got, if that if that did not work, we wouldn't, we'd be right now. That would have been, what were they thinking going for it on fourth and two and not running it? Right. Or even just going for it in general. Like I just, I I did like the aggression. I thought to myself, how many points are we going to have to score for us to be in this game? Considering we know the defense will play well. We just didn't know how well they would play. And right off the bat, man, you know, these guys are just complete animals. Like Micah Parsons is just, it's so, I mean, we could say it every single week, how good he is. What's up for sure. But let's talk about the offense again, okay? I mean, I don't mm-hmm. want to jump all the way to the defense because, you know, there are people I, con- I have conversations with in um, Dallas Cowboy groups that swear that the reason Dak was playing so poorly was the offensive line and the receivers, okay? What happened? Right. No picks, sustained drives, no stupid plays. I'm not coming down on Dak. I mean, I am kind of, but I'm just saying, though, let's, let's talk about that because – that wasn't there in this game. Yeah, there was a lot I mean, there of there were um, some O line problems, obviously. But I meant, you know, all I'm saying is with, and I've said this five hundred times, is we just need to sustain drives. You know who the, this team is starting to remind me of a little bit with Cooper Rush, the 49ers last year. They had okay. a great defense, and Garoppolo 
throws for 225 yards, a touchdown here and there, but he doesn't make those big mistakes. He's not going three and out all the time. And you know what I mean? I mean, that's yeah. what we need for this team right now. There were a couple times where like Cooper Rush was under duress and he like took a sack and you're like getting mad at that. You're right. But then you're thinking to yourself, if that was Dak, would he have tried to try to make a play and then it turned into something like tragic you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. so there was nothing forced by cooper rush cooper rush played a sound game of football um you know his first touchdown pass to noah brown was was a sight for sore eyes for all of us and it, it, it you know they were rolling and i think you know there's too many people all the talking heads in the media saying like oh maybe the cowboys like you know there, there's there's like two sides of the coin there's people saying like oh the cowboys are more uh, designed to play with a pocket, you know, traditional drop back and pass quarterback like a Cooper Rush, or people are starting to like literally come up with their conspiracy theories like, oh, they just don't want to play for Dak Prescott. And I'm like, dude, I'm, like he's I'm the mad. guy. He's the guy. You know what I mean? Like he is the guy. Yeah. If, if anything, the team loves him. We love him. Right. As a person, you you root for the guy. You know what I mean? Right. But I mean, look, I saw in that Bucks game, there were open receivers he was not hitting. Cooper Rush was hitting them. He had right. that one bomb that just missed. Was that C.D. Lamb? I think Remember so, the yeah. Bomb? Right the Oscars, just yep. missed it, right? But I meant otherwise, I meant, you know, it, it, our, our running backs were – I meant both of them. And I, I hate this uh, who's better, Tony Pollard or Zeke thing. No, just keep doing what they're doing. Let's not put them against each other. Tony Pollard needs more carries. Zeke needs – no. What I they're mean, doing right now is working. I said Throw that from it. yeah, I said that from Jump Street. I said, you know, there's no reason to debate who's the better one. How about the fact that we got both? You know, we do have both of these guys, and I think they're both played very, very well. And I'm looking at a guy like Tony Pollard. Like every time that guy gets the ball, man, he is like nose to the ground, searching for more yards, right? Zeke, on the other hand, he goes a little east and west, right? He's reminding me of like Emmett in his later days, where it's like he couldn't find anything and he's dancing around, but like mm -hmm. Zeke looks for contact. He like literally looks to like lay the wood down. It's, it's kind of insane. Um, but Zeke gets like a hard earned 50 some odd yards this week. And right, like he's the guy, I don't want to put him in the, the category of like, hey, Marion Barber, go beat up on the defense, you know, God rest his soul. But like, go beat up on the defense and then we'll bring in Felix or Julius or whoever we had at the yeah, time, yeah. you know, to go finesse the guy. But you know what? That's what it's turning out to be. You know what I mean? And I'm okay with that because as long as they keep, beating up on defenses and letting Tony Pollard slice him and dice him. I'm cool with that, man. Yo, and the funny thing is, that was, you know, counted that the pass play when he pitched it to Tony Pollard and we thought he had a touchdown, but he missed it by an inch. Remember yes, that? yes. And they gave it to him anyways. But did you notice they tried the same play with Zeke going the opposite direction later in the game, and it got blown up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but you know what's funny? They, but they knew it was going to happen. Like, that, that kind of play call suspect to me. It's like, I, even when I saw it, I'm like, they're not doing the same. They're not going to fall for it again. And right. they did, you know? Yeah. I, I'm i not a fan of the whole pitch out thing. You know, like the whole little flick of the wrist pit. Like, I don't even know who's mm -hmm. teaching that. You know what I mean? Like, I, no, we, we weren't even taught that way as kids. You know, you, it's an mm -hmm. underhand pitch if you're going to pitch it, like a toss sweep type deal. You stop with the, eh, you know, and eh, you yeah. take you know, like I love that. Um, I'm that too. But I will say that the offensive line played awesome, dude. That the, our 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 rookie draft pick looks. I mean, damn, he is. Tyler Smith looks man. like he can hold on to himself over dude. there, left tackle, and it's good. It's listen, that's a relief because we all know that the time for Tyron is is coming up. Whether he comes back or not this year, and even if he comes back next year, you know, we're gonna read the same stuff. Like Tyron Smith never looked better. Blah blah blah. Right, going into next year's season, it's like. 
we just got to either cut our losses with him or shift him the guard so he doesn't have to do any of the polls or anything like that. Just kind of yeah. bully people in the middle, right? Um, but yeah, Tyler Smith played great. Um, Farniak played good. Uh, Terrence mm-hmm. Steele, we didn't have to say his name once because of a penalty, so he shored yeah. that shit up real quick. Um, Bro, because, and if you, you know notice, go ahead. Sorry, no, I was gonna say he was called out in the media within Kellen Moore, like. Just so you know, you can't pull that shit with us anymore. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he can be replaced. And I'm I'm Kellen Moore, by the way. Like you can't replace him. You got nobody left. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. But they they put him on notice this week, and and that was refreshing. Yeah, and and, and you know one thing I noticed about the receivers, I didn't see one drop ball. Did you? Not necessarily. No, I, I didn't yeah. see. I, I didn't see it at all. I mean, no, I mean, and then, and, you know, and that's the thing where you, you know, CD lamb stepped up. There were some difficult catches. Even that touchdown Noah Brown had mm-hmm. tough catch. You we know now I mean? being, they, they, they yeah. made Cooper rush look good too. So both of them made each other look really good. The receivers <laughs> and, and coop, you know? So I, I like that, man. I like it a lot. Yeah. We're now being joined by Brett Ernst. Good morning, Brett. How are we doing out there, bro? What's up Cowboys nation? Big, <laughs> big victory. We're rolling with rush, rush town manager. <laughs> You know what that's from, Little Search? No, you said it in a chat, uh, in a text, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> you ever hear uh, Eric B. and Rock have a song? Uh, Paid in full. And that's the opener. We're rolling mm. with Rush. Rushtown oh. Management. Well, Thinking so, of a know, man. You know what? No, bro. He's a Little Sturge. You're forgetting. Bro, hold on. He's what? a Little Sturge. He knows yeah. Big Time Rush. Remember Big oh. Time Rush? <laughs> who the hell is Big Time Rush? I don't even know who Big Time Rush is. That was the band, the, the band, boy band on Nickelodeon or whatever the hell it was. God, it was like no, a I kid's show. I, I, dude, I don't even know that either. Anyway, Brett, to catch up to speed, we're just you know still talking about the offense right now for the Dallas Cowboys and how well they kind of manufactured in the first half under Cooper Rush. Offensive line played good. Noah Brown, your guy, the playmaker, played very well. Um, just today, as we – Yeah, he did. Just today um, – they did make a transaction in the receiver room as they cut, released, waved, whatever you want to call it, um, Dennis Houston. So Dennis Houston is no longer a cowboy, and I think that's making room for Michael Gallup, like who's on the men. Yeah, so yeah. from what everything I've read and all my people uh, within the media, I, I think that Gallup is ready. I think he's going to be on a little bit of a pitch count. Um, he's not going to be unleashed. You know, He's not going to catch the first deep ball down the scene. You know what I mean? Like, He's just – I think he's going to be worked in the, to the program. And, it's again, it's only Tuesday as we record this. Plenty of time to practice, plenty of time to get on the field. My bigger thing is Jason Peters might be brought up as well. And as of right now, you technically look at the offensive line, guys, and you're like, well, maybe we don't not, – I'm not going to say not need him, but it seems to me that we're going to be having Jason Peters more for depth than anything else to come in right away. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. And, and, you know, the way our offensive line played the other night, man, you know, I mean, it's nice to have that depth, right? Yeah, now it I mean, is. It doesn't I mean, hurt. It doesn't, doesn't hurt at all. And by give way, it up Eagles for Luke Gifford, good. by the way. Give it up for Luke Gifford. He was <laughs> No, you know, you, you see what he did? No. You guys didn't pick up on that? No. Tony Pollard's one-yard run. Wait, hold on, hold on. wait, wait. He was wait. the fullback in Tony Pollard's one-yard run. I did not see. Why did I not see that? That's so are you, are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious, man. Why did I miss that? That's that's so weird. But you know what? Kellen Moore actually went on record. Kellen Moore went on record today and said that, you know, in a joking way, but I think he was somewhat serious. Like he said that, uh, you know, after the long run, he's like, was there plans to bring Zeke in to finish the drive? Because he was short by a yard. He was like, dude, no. The whole team said Tony earned that. He goes in there and gets that touchdown. So mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool because that it's like cool. you will have Zeke on my fantasy. That, that's cool. yeah, me too. But <laughs> so you know we both got burned there. But 
um, in any event. So the Cowboys offense under Cooper Rush did well. Now you flip to the other side of the coin. And before hey, I get on, into that. Can, can I make a point? Sure. That's and, and, it's, and it's to my brother's point uh, that he's made before. If we could just get a quarterback to maintain, do their job, which hopefully Dak is watching from the sidelines. And, uh, you know, we'll just see that, look, man, you don't have to try and make every play, right? Just stay calm, stay composed, get a rhythm, get the offense moving. And Cooper did a great job of that, man, because our defense just played phenomenal. Granted, the Bengals' offensive line is pretty banged up. And it's not, you know. Yeah, I mean, they went out and spent money to improve that offensive line. Did you see the play where Lil Collins didn't block Micah Parsons? Yeah, he blew right by him. I think he was. I think he didn't want to, bro. Dude, first of all, was like, I'm tired, man. I just like enough of this guy. I'm Lyle Collins, by the way, calling himself the bodyguard, and that Joe Burrow would never get touched this year, and like just destroyed him at times. And look, Burrow's listen, he's in for a a world of hurting if they don't pick up they don't do something about this because he's 0-2 now he's getting beat up you know and the Cowboys didn't let, you know show any mercy on this guy he got gobbled up a couple times um but yeah overall, really I was watching something yeah, on ESPN where they called him the second best defensive player in the NFL next to uh Aaron Donald and I disagree with that I think Micah because Aaron Donald can't go in coverage Aaron Donald can't play linebacker Aaron Donald can't come off the edge. I mean, Micah Parsons is a game changer. And like I said, I I don't want to make the comparison to LT, even though we all hate the Giants, who's arguably the greatest defensive player of all time. He might be the greatest football player of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Look, if I did did blow before my high school football game, I would have had 22 tackles in one game, not 21. Okay. The I guy understand. was cooked out of his mind. Okay, whatever, though. The guy was all over the field, and Micah's got yeah. that same energy, man. And, and again, if we can just get Dak to stay composed, not feel like that the whole season is on his shoulders, hopefully he could just duplicate what Cooper Rush did. Cooper played phenomenal. Yeah, well, it, right. It's so funny, though. I mean, like, we knew- we've covered the offense. Let's go to defense because we got we got a uh, – do some things. So, yeah. But. So, but anyway, so real quick, before we get into the defense, real quick, I want to know if you guys have any solution. I'll start with you, Keith. What in God's creation do this, does this Cowboys team do? They get this lead. They're up 17 3 at half. Things are looking amazing. And then they just completely shut off the offense. Did they just get too complacent? Like, what are they, what is Kellen Moore doing with some of these plays? I don't think they calls? got too complacent. I think that the Bengals had some long drives. I don't know when we had our first three and out. And we shot ourselves in the foot or going to the defense. Let, let's be honest, bro. There, there may have been a chance we shut them out if we don't give them a, a, an additional series on the punt, on the um, on that that stupid, horrible late call hit they got on Anthony Barr. That, that was They got to change dude. that shit, man. The second one was legit. The second, second one, one was legit. legit. Yeah. That one was just awful. Just awful that they called that. Anyways, well, I don't understand. Like, maybe you guys can shed more uh, better light on this. You both play defense. Like, how do you stop on the dime? How do you how do you just stop? You can't, bro. That, can't. that Anthony Barr one was not the the other one. Would like I said, is legit. The Anthony Barr anyway. And I've seen that happen all the time, and they don't call it. 
Right. I don't know. They don't call that a lot, too. So it's one of those. Yeah, to mention, Burrow slid head first on that. I mean, you know. Yeah. And, and exactly. you know, it's crazy, though. And we just see the effect as a Cowboys fan. But when you're looking at other teams like the Raiders, the way these officials officiate now, they have way too much power. I mean, that they pretty much gave the game away on that stupid holding call in the end zone on the Raiders. That was just awful. And there's no accountability. There's no, there's none of that. And they make these, these crucial penalty calls that are iffy at best. Right. And, and it, we just have to accept it. How about the fact that the, the ball, uh, one of the punts from the Cowboys clearly hit the, the jumbotron and they're like, and they're like, nah, yeah, okay. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like you saw it go up and then directly down. I'm pretty sure it hit it. And yeah, the fact yeah. that they reviewed it, and then they still said they're like, "No, nah, I don't see anything weird." <laughs> like, uh, if, yeah. if we're getting on defense, let's talk about how Diggs locked his guy down, bro. Yo, so Mister Mister Chase, which I texted you guys to no response, by the way. Um, I said silly Chase or silly bitch Chase or whatever. Mm-hmm. He um he went on record and said like they they asked him about Trayvon Diggs, and he said. He's a good player, but there's plenty of uh, holes in his game. He's not consistent. He can be boomer bust, blah, blah, blah. Talking a bunch of shit. Jamar Chase went out there, caught two balls on Ch- on Diggs, one-on-one coverage, caught two balls for 14 yards, man. 14 yards. That's all you got. So Diggs, and ready for this, and I don't know if you guys heard this, but you remember the Diggs big, big time game-saving tackle at the end of the game when he, like, stuffed him, like, literally – uh, like right, like the the pass was to the right side. Yes, and I did. Right I there, did. position. Yeah. So it turns out play. the report the report is that Dan Quinn didn't call that defensive play. That his headset, something screwed up, and Malik Hooker had to like call the defense without even knowing what really to, to call. Usually he gets to call in his headset. And he didn't got they're waving hands and shit, trying to do hand smoke signals and shit. They had no idea, but Diggs had the instinct to just collapse on that play regardless and make that tackle. They'd had nothing designed for that except for an open field tackle. That's that's what makes him so good. And, you know, there was a couple times he jumped some routes that didn't go there, but I think would have been a pick. Um, He is. He's an instinctual player. But, you know, let's also give credit. We did play a Super Bowl team. I mean, you know, we we keep trying to say that our defense folded or we we didn't. We're playing a high-powered offense, man. You know, and not to mention the running back's name – for Cincinnati, but we stuffed that guy too, man. I don't think that we played all. I don't feel. I don't think they came even close to folding. No, I mean, there was no folding about. The only thing I could say is that last drive for the Bengals to tie it, or at least get within two with the two point conversion, then get the two point conversion. It was like the writing was on the wall. You kind of think you felt it. Like I knew. Yeah, like I was talking was to my parent. I was talking to my dad and my brother. I'm like, look, you know, this is going to happen. So it's going to be a matter of us getting the ball back and figuring out if we can get down the down the field enough. For Brett Money Maher to make a field goal and win the game, and he did. Oh, now so, he's Money Maher. Oh, he's Money Maher until he misses. Yeah, yeah. Oh, almost. Oh, he's a miss yet, by the way. So he's probably a Pro Bowl kicker. If you really want to be honest, I love um, the guy. Now. Yeah, no, he's the oh, fucking man. By the way, I Great didn't man. say you guys. I didn't say you guys said that about the defense, but there was a couple of things I was watching where they were talking about it. And mm. you know, you forget it's the NFL, man. I mean, you know, you, mm. you it's you're, you're playing elite athletes are playing against each other. It's not like we're just going to dominate every game, but that was a damn amazing performance, man. So overall, the the reason why that happened, if this is my thing, when you watch a game and I say this to Brunton, we're watching it. When's the tide going to switch? There's a momentum switch at a certain time. Sometimes when, especially when a game's, 
within two scores. Mm-hmm. That's going to go back to the other team. And in this game, it was the Dalton Schultz fumble. Okay. Right. Cause we were ready to, to put this game away. He fumbles, they get the ball, drive down and score a touchdown. I'm not even sure that may have been the one with the two point conversion. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. I'm not sure though. Regardless, I'd have to, I'd have to look regardless, that up, as a big little things big like mistake. that. Yeah. Okay, little things like that is what what swings it. You know that that swings the momentum because mm-hmm. now it's like oh shit, now we got a chance. Let's go, let's go. And then you know the defense comes out. They were just out there, right? You know, and that whole I thing. Said, happens, I, you know, I said that there's the same recipe that Tampa used in Week One where it was like we just weren't on the field long enough to even get these guys a blow. So all of a sudden mm-hmm. they get back on the field, they're gassed, and here comes the offense. Look, they're a Super Bowl appearing team they're the afc champions they got there for a reason they know what they're doing as far as offensive play so when they can catch you know catch the defense on their heels a little bit or or grasping for fucking air you know what i mean like they're going to take advantage and that's what they did um obviously we get the win all is good in dallas the first win of the season we're excited about that obviously um but now it comes uh, our first road test of the season and it comes in the new york giants i'll actually be at that game um so i'm excited about that for one but for two um, you know, the giants all of a sudden, you know, are, and I believe Brett in the Brett said a little something, something in the preseason said the giants were going to be a little bit better than what people were saying. And look, he said over 500. Well, right now they're two games over 500 in two weeks. So they're, oh, they're doing okay. But I would say this, the games they did win. Let's, let's not, let's not get crazy. Like they lost and they won because fat Randy Bullock couldn't hit a field goal in Tennessee. Right. And then they lost or they won because, you know, Baker Mayfield just is not like complacent at all. Like he's just not a he's not a competent quarterback and he just he just forks it up and he he stinks. Yeah, Dave, 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 you you can't you can't do that. All right. It's again, they they won because they put points on the board. All right. No, 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 no. no. That's not why they won. They won because of two stupid turnovers in the beginning of the game. There was a kickoff where the guy fumbled the game, the ball on the seven yard line. They couldn't score, kick the field goal. Then there right, was another. But you're acting, but they played off. Like we're not, but we're 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 capable of of making those mistakes as well. Um, look, we should beat the Giants, but the way the Eagles played last night was pretty uh, pretty concerning as a no, Cowboys listen, fan. They well, were, well, we got the we got the Eagles coming up. Yeah, well, we'll see how they do. Yeah, it's probably going to be Dak against the Eagles, too. So that'll be interesting to see either his first yeah, game back or potentially night. his third game back. I don't know, man. He's just, they're, they're, The rumors are saying that he could potentially play against the Commanders next week, which is like, what are you doing? Like, why? Like, let's just I'll play and win. What? I'll be at that game. Yes, you will be. Um, so when you look at a, a Giants team, Keith, mm-hmm. you know, do you feel like, and again, we, me and you, collectively think that the Giants really didn't, win win any of these two games they kind of just got handed it brett thinks they're playing you know playing good saquon barkley's playing good he's still healthy relatively healthy 
I think that's the key right now. I think like we have to account for Barkley this week. Mm-hmm. And I think, look, we played Tom Brady and Joe Burrow. You know, we're playing Daniel Jones this week. Easy. To me, yeah. that's got a recipe for, for Micah and company to just eat. So first off, I want to say something. The first game against Tennessee, they actually played really well in the second half. I was just talking about the Carolina game. They played well to come back and win that game. Um, Coach got some brass balls going for two and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they, they won that game legitimately. But what's saying what Tennessee is this year? But whatever. Um, Yeah. You know, it's funny because I think, I meant, (laughs) I can't wait for this game. I cannot. And it's so even better that they will make no, it way too much. I Monday meant, night. dude, I meant, I just want to see I, this defense against this offense, okay? Their defense is going to come out strong. Like, we just need them, once again, okay? We just need them to maintain drives. Don't get nervous. Don't make mistakes. Our defense is going to come to play in this game. This Giants offense has no clue what's about to hit them, okay? And I'm talking to Washington Commanders what we did to them the last two years. I mean, I'm sorry, the last two games when we played them last season. That's what I'm talking about. We're better now. Okay. That team is, that offense is, they better come up with a damn good game plan. And I don't know what they're going to do. I really don't. I think the recipe right now against the Dallas defense is quick stuff. Tom Brady was getting rid of that ball very fast in week one, right? Joe Burrow has a tendency in his career now for two years to hold on to it just a little too long. And we've everybody's known that it's documented. That's why we got home on a couple of times. But like mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is like the iffy factor here. We don't know. Like this guy's playing for a contract, right? He's not, he ain't, I mean, look, he's thrown a lot of bad balls in the first two weeks. He has. Like, and it, the, the, the Giants offense runs on Saquon Barkley. And if he stays healthy, there probably will. And we're not stupid. We've seen it. We've seen this before there probably will be a 45 to 50 yard break run by Saquon, whether it scores or it doesn't, you know, we're, it, it's inevitable, right? You just mm-hmm. see that in the cards. It's, it's in the script. Um, but Brett, when you see this team match up Cooper rush against the giants defense and the giants defense right now is playing a little bit above their heads and better than their offensive unit. Can Cooper rush? What's the recipe now? Like, do you just kind of stay the course, do what you did? Yeah. last week? But what I love about what's going on now, and, and again, if, if this was like week 11, I would say it could be a trap game. Dallas is, they're playing behind the eight ball. They know they are. I mean, I think Parsons was talking about, he went to chapel and was praying on it and was talking about all of our injuries. And, and you know, um, they're, they're still playing behind the eight ball, man. I, I really do not see us losing this game at all. And I think our offense is going to step it up. Um, again, I'm not, saying the Giants are a great team. I think they're a lot better than shitty. Um, I I think that at the end of this week, I think the Eagles will be three and zero. I think we'll be two and one. I think the Skins will be two and one, and the Giants will be two and one. No, the um, Skins will be uh, the Commanders will be one and two. I'm sorry, one and two. Um, yeah, and, and the, yeah, and the Giants will be there at two and one with us. Um, I can't see the Eagles. I can't see like right now. I don't want to overlook this game, but I'm not playing. As a fan, we should win this game. And like he said, it should be total dominance. And don't forget, we we flustered Tampa. I mean, uh, Brady was in the red zone four times. They had to settle for three field goals, and they missed one, right? Then they were well, in the third five times, and they ended mm-hmm. up getting a touchdown. But that was the only touchdown scored. I mean, And then we come in against Burroughs and, and, and do the same thing. Um, I think this defense is really good, and it's still not – 
it's still underrated as far as like the the analysts are talking. I mean, you know, people love to hype hype up games, but again, this defense is fucking legit. And if we can just our offense can maintain, I think that we could get through most most of the most of our schedule. And you know what I was thinking? I mean, if we came in, and this is not saying Cooper Rush is better than Dak at all, but if we came in with the game plan we used against the um freaking uh who we just played, uh yeah, sorry, the Bengals. If we came in, if we came in with that game plan with Cooper Rush, we may win that game. I'm just saying. It's well, hard, here's, hard to say. here's the other thing too, and and see the expectations are different, right? With Dak, Dak has all this money, all this hype, all these endorsements. He he feels he has to come out. He feels he has to be the winner. Where mm-hmm. Cooper, on the other hand, is his expectations are, hey man, just don't throw a pick. Let's get some first downs, get in the end zone, and you know it's a different mentality. Yeah. If I think if Dak takes Cooper's mentality mm-hmm. and starts playing the rest of the season instead of trying to fucking win every game. What, and no, what you're bringing up, much- bro, what you're bringing up right now is Dak's rookie year. That's yeah. what yeah. they did for him. And that's to me, that's the best year. Not, not last year. Last year was everyone's, oh, he broke this record. Because like Brett says, everyone's a fantasy nerd. Oh, did you see this many yards and that many yards? But he couldn't beat good teams. So his rookie year he did that and that's to me that's still his best year he's had i think well, do you so remember too. what I said here too? do you remember when i said the, the most beautiful thing about that offense they didn't complicate it and then yeah. the second year i thought dak was overthinking well and, the second year he also lost zeke for six games too so but i mean look man you you still have elite players to it, it, well look we always bring up romo look how romo played but romo had to do it that way Dak doesn't have to do it that way. Yeah, he doesn't. And and you know he puts. I think he puts a lot of pressure on himself. He shakes himself up, and you know again. But Cooper, man, if we could get a quarterback that's just. I mean, if Dak can just play like that, he'll he'll break records. I think. Break records, huh? I find I find it very funny. I just find it very funny. Like, I think you hit it on the head, Brett, as far as, like, I think I think Dak Prescott thinks that he, like, like all the, the pressure's on him, right? Cooper Rush goes out there, and he's like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'll go out there and sling it around, see what I can do. Uh, my job's done when, when Dak is back. Dak is not in any danger of being replaced via skill he's not there's no way that we would be talking about this like maybe they should bring in cooper rush like we would have never said that if he's playing and not hurt right so dax hurt that is what it is right and i'm sure they'll rush his ass back because that's how much money they spend on this guy so that's why they have to rush him back now when you're looking at a guy like cooper rush he does remind me a little bit of i know it's not a it's not a good comparison but like like a john not like a kitna like a John Kitna. Oh, yeah. Kitna could sling it, bro. Yeah, but we, we, look, there was a couple, ca- I mean, a couple throws. Teams. Yeah, there was a couple throws that, that Cooper rushed through where I was like, oh, my God, what, what is he doing? You know, either he wasn't looking or he just did, he short-armed it, whatever. But I, I can't compare, like, Cooper Rush to Romo, and I can't compare no. him to, like, you know. I think uh, Brett nailed it, bro. What do you say? Garrett. Jason I Garrett. I they're both gingers, but it's ah, Garrett. True, yes. Soulless. But do you know something? Did you hear that stat? Like, he's, he's the first Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback to go two and zero, right? 
since Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett started for their first, first two games they ever started. Yeah. When did he start? That year he came and won in Thanksgiving. Did yeah, he start? I think he, yeah, and I think he may have won another game after that. They weren't in a row, but they're just saying the first, like the first two games the Dallas Cowboys ever started. Cooper rushes two and zero. The last quarterback to do that was Jason Garrett. Wow. That's wow. crazy, right? So you're saying, so you're saying, like, so you're saying, Quincy Carter, Drew Henson, none of those guys. <laughs> they, none of them went two and zero, one and one. I met Romo almost went two and zero. If if Terrell Owens didn't drop that freaking touchdown pass against the Redskins, I remember everything, guys. <laughs> All right, wait. Okay, we would have went two and Romo would have went two and zero. All right, so say say you're Andy Dalton, right? Or let's say you're Kitna, and you were a first round pick, and you didn't pan out, and now it's your time to step up. You're going to overplay. You're going to overcompensate because you're you're you still feel you haven't lived up to those expectations. And I want to do a, a a street analogy, right? Let's say you're about to get jumped. You're supposed to lose. So even if you get your ass kicked, if you take out one or two people, that's a fucking victory. <laughs> but if you're fighting one on one and you get your ass kicked, the pressure is much different, right? When, when you're going in like like a Cooper Rush, he's got nothing to lose. He's just got to maintain. And that's why he played so well. It's ex that people are expecting him. He, even if he plays a little above average, he's going against the expectations. And I think if Dak can can learn that or, or, or read that and bring that to his game and understand that, hey, man, you know, pace yourself. You don't have to – you don't have to – you know, just, just – just maintain he'll do way better and that's why you i think he'll play better you know what's funny you know we were talking about dak's rookie year right and like that is exactly what dak had to do like he came yeah. in because romo got hurt kellen moore broke his foot and now he's thinking to himself i'm a fourth round pick i'll do what i can but i i can't promise you anything you know what i mean and he just rattled off a, a, a dream season and it ended obviously prematurely against the uh, Rodgers. And in that, and in that fight analogy, except for Keith's mom, she, she the expectations <laughs> for her to beat everybody is always. First of all, first like of all um, you, you guys know Cooper Rush played for before our team? Nowhere. The New York Giants. Oh, he was there for a couple of <laughs> No, I'm just saying he was on the Giants <laughs> before us. Uh, well, speaking of, uh, speaking of Not before, Chinese. before us, but he was on us, then the Giants, then us. Speaking of, and, and I'm, I'm Brett saying Andy Dalton and John Kittner were first round picks. I'm that, by the way. But anyways. <laughs> you know what I mean? These guys were. They, they, wait, what was when was uh, Dalton draft? When was Dalton draft? Second, second round, third round, second round. I, I, I think Kittner. I don't even know if Kittner was drafted. <laughs> he was by the Browns. Wasn't he drafted by the Browns? I'm gonna look that up. I'm looking it up right now for John Kittner, at least, just because I'm curious. Uh, professional career. 96, 90, no, it's professional career, 96. Uh, holy shit. Uh, Seahawks signed him as an undrafted free agent. <laughs> oh, my bad. Who am I thinking of then that played for, for Cleveland? I have no clue, bro. No clue. <laughs> Brett is yelling. Like, well, there goes my fucking analogy out the window. Andy Dalton, Wikipedia. I'm trying to find out. No, I'm, I'm me. I'm thinking of two couch. I'm very you, I'm bro. Couch. I'm very you. Hold on, professional career for Andy Dalton. Of the 12 quarterbacks that were chosen in the 2011 draft, he was the fifth uh, selected quarterback. He was a second round pick, second round, as far yeah, as Andy yeah. Dalton's concerned. But 
Absolutely. And you know what? You know, his problem, his bugaboo was he couldn't I'm win a playoff game. Yeah, I'm a bugaboo, by the way. Uh his play, he couldn't win a playoff game because Marvin Lewis was awful. You know, he had bad coaching the entire time. Uh, but I'm, I was right. you're right. I was looking at Tim Couch, not kidding. My bad. There you go, Tim Couch. Wow. Do you know that I think this is the same guy? The offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills now mm-hmm. is Ken Dorsey. Like the Ken Dorsey. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Like it's crazy where yeah. these guys wind up. Um, speaking of winding up, um, y'all I'm heard about the <laughs> you hear about the newest of my analogy. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> you heard about the newest giant signee, uh, somebody that's gonna give us all their or the plays and the schemes and all of our playbooks. No, no. Ridgeway signed with the Commanders. The Giants has decided one more again to sign Jalen Smith to the practice squad. So uh, Jalen's yeah, back right. in football for whatever reason, and uh, apparently he knows our. Uh, he, you know, he's he's being brought in as a spy. But considering the fact that he didn't even know our playbook, I don't know how he's going to learn anybody else's playbook. But I digress. Anyway, so let's do it. Game picks. It's time. Yes, Brett. Brett, start with you, bro. Where are we at? Cowboys. Cowboys Giants. Give me a score. Uh, I would say 24-10. 24-10. Liking that. I like that a lot, actually. If we could score 24 points on the road. You know the Cowboys are coming in under. And one of those, right? one of those might be mm-hmm. defensive and one of theirs might be defensive. But I'm 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 just saying 24-10. Okay, so but you know the the, the Cowboys are dogs, right? On the road. We yeah. know this. Yeah, it's I, it's, it's I, perfect. I can't, for- I can't remember the last time the Cowboys were dogs against the Giants. I really don't know. Usually yeah. when we're even on the road, we're we're usually favored by two or three, but insane anyway keith what do you got um it's funny because when dak first went down i I went and i looked ahead at the the lines it says that the opening line was three but it wasn't it was like four and a half or five now it's down to uh it's down to two and a half now but because they saw okay wait a second let's pump the brakes you know Mm -hmm. um so this is this is an america's fan exclusive but you only get with chop sports chop sports and boys. the jersey the jersey boys <laughs> podcast you don't get stuff like this on like say blogging the boys and stuff like that you know what i mean because i come out i come out with these stats that nobody thinks about and i'm going to ask you guys a question oh okay? fuck you what <laughs> Where Man, i don't even know what i'm fucking gonna go to high school i'm not gonna get your fucking look look you gotta admit all right first round quarterbacks like case keenum and <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Hoyer, when they get their shot, bro. Okay. Third, so, or fourth, or fifth shot. Here's the deal. The last time, and starts, you know this. Mm. The last time the Giants beat Dak Prescott was when? Dak's rookie year. Exactly. And those games were really close, correct? Yes. Okay. They've only beat us once since then. Okay. Now, bringing up your point, when we were dogs at home, when we have we been dogs at the Giants Stadium? This game we were. And that was the Andy Dalton game. That's the um, only other time they've beaten us. They have not beat Dak Prescott since his rookie year. And not only have they not beat him, okay, he's beaten them a combined score 279 to 156. So 120 I meant points he differential. Has pounced. We have pounced this team. That's Dak, though. That's Dak. It is Dak. And the only time we've lost was with Andy Dalton, okay, since Dak. Now, do we remember that defense that year? What year was this? 2020. Yeah, we are the worst defense we've ever had. Yeah, ever. And yeah. we still almost beat them 
with Andy. They had, I, I believe Daniel Jones was – I believe they had all of these guys that are supposedly superstars now when you talk to these Giants fans. Oh, we knew Daniel Jones was going to be great. Oh, oh, look at our look at our head coach with the bald head dancing in the middle of the locker room. We finally got a coach. I'm you guys, okay? You're fucking done. And I can't wait to stick a fork in all your little hearts, okay? I can't stand you Giant fans, and you have no clue what is going to happen to Daniel Jones and your shitty offense once that Dallas Cowboy defense comes running through. You're not going to know. I can't fucking wait. I'm telling you right now, I'm so excited about this game because I've been – oh, dude, anyways, you guys know who I'm taking. And I'm, I'm talking about – it's definitely plus 20 we win. Whoa. Yeah, I was we going to say this, 20. too. Again, they, they get their four points for being at home. So if this was on neutral ground, we'd be favored by two. And on top of that, I think New Jersey has the third largest Cowboy fan base. I think it's yeah, L.A. And, um, and so, again. I mean, hence the name of the goddamn so podcast. <laughs> okay. And one but, more uh, thing I want to say. But, oh, go ahead. Well, I go just want to say one more thing. And this goes back to Dak, okay? Mm-hmm. What did I bring up about Dak Prescott last year? Every single game he won, okay, we won the turnover battle, okay? Mm-hmm. There's only one game last year where we didn't win the turn- turnover battle and we still won the game. Do you know what game that was? The Giants. No. No. It was Cooper Rush and the Minnesota Vikings, mm. okay? We lost the turnover battle in that game and Cooper Rush still won. Guess what? We lost the turnover battle against the Bengals, and we won again. So Cooper Rush has won his last two games of the Dallas Cow- with the Dallas Cowboys when we lost a turnover battle. I don't know the last time Dak did that because it wasn't last season, maybe a season before or whatever. But I really, really, really like this game. I think that they're going to have more turnovers. And, that, and I'm not even just saying, oh, if. They are going to have more turnovers. I'm talking – I'm calling right now. Daniel Jones has – Three turnovers, three plus turnovers in this game. Holy shit, man! I want your, I want your confidence. I want your yeah. Michael Irvin mojo here, bro. Let's this go, is man. Hey, I'm right. the only one to pick on the beat the Bengals on this show last week. This is true. This is true. I am going to tail you on this one. I do think that the Cowboys poise a, a good threat on defense. Daniel Jones is going to be in over his head. I don't see a twenty point win, nor do I see a fourteen point win. Um, unfortunately for me, I think it's going to be like a six point, seven point win. Uh, if they do win, and I know it's it's crazy to say that the Giants can beat them, but there's something going on in New York right now where they're just feeling themselves a little bit. I don't care how they got it done. They're still doing it. You know what I mean? So, look, nothing would, would make me happier than to walk out of that stadium and just piss all over the parking lot and just, you know, just walk out and say, you know, fuck off, Giants. Um, and I think that that very well could happen. I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win the game. Um, I'll probably pick the game to go maybe 16-10. I'll go 16-10, low-scoring game, not a lot of offense. Maybe Cooper Rush doesn't really get it going. He gets one touchdown here somewhere within, like, the second quarter, and there's just a lot of jockeying for field position. So we'll go. Well, well go I don't know that. if you guys – I came in late, but CD played a great game. And, he did. Um, awesome. And, you know, and then Gallup back in there too. I think That's it gives us saying. more weapons. And I forgot who Keith – I forgot who brought the point up. I think uh, somebody else did and Keith – but it was definitely Keith that talked about how Cooper's been playing with these receivers all preseason. Yeah. You know, they have a rhythm together. Um, but again, getting back to my neutral territory, Giant Stadium is not there. If, if this was on neutral ground, Dallas would be favored by four. Uh, it little, would be, 
the here's the here's the difference I see with this before we get out of here. The difference this year is the fact that the Giants notice how this always happens this way. And and I don't know if you guys noticed this in the schedule, but like 90% of the time, the first game is in Dallas and the second game, the matchup is in New York. And by the time the second matchup comes around, the Giants are out of it. So that's why they sell all their tickets. The fact that the Giants are two and oh, chances are they're not going to be selling their tickets to Cowboys fans this year. And I might I might be in a hostile territory come Sunday, uh, come Monday night. No, I really we're, do. We're, we're going to show up, bro. We always show up. I hope so. Yeah, we always show up, dude. All right. Uh, there, so. By the way, the Dallas Cowboy fan base in Philly, in New Jersey, in New York, and no disrespect to the to the Cowboy fans that are in Dallas, it's a different breed, and uh, it's 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 the same breed as an Eagle fan, but with a Cowboy jersey on. It's it's you know guys that talk a lot of shit. Um, you know, that are, that are passionate about their team. We've been in that fucking stadium. I don't know how many times as, as, uh, in enemy territory, which was what, uh, was the catalyst for this podcast. But mm-hmm. I, I really, I really, I really can't wait to see us beat the shit out of them this weekend and shut up half of our fans, our friends. Yep. I hear that. All right. So that's a wrap for another episode of the Jersey boys podcast. We all have the Cowboys going in on Monday night and winning and defeating the New York, the undefeated New York football Giants. So we'll see if we can put an end to that early here before we get to the end of September. So for Dave Sturgeo, Brett, and Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast, and we'll see you guys next week. Let's go, Cowboys. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Roger, he's going long. Down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch at the five. Touchdown! What you believe in? Stop by. Hit Pearson.